Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us. Welcome to another Disney Brit Bite Size. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we're going to get straight into it today. We're not going to hang around. We're going to say hello to Alan. Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I like the way you got straight in there to talk to me. Yes, I thought, I'd, you know, because normally I pretend you're not there, and we do that whole kind of like, oh, I wonder whether Alan's here this evening, but I'm not doing that this evening. There he is. Uh, but we do have another guest with us this evening. It is uh, Martin Walker. Hello, Martin. Good evening, gentlemen. How um, are you? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good, I, thank you. I love the way we fake these conversations, like we're saying, hello, how are you? Are you all right? Like we've never spoken to each other and not been on Skype for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> um, anyway, we are um, we're doing a slightly different show this week. We, we had plans for some of the stuff, but uh, with the news of what happened in Paris over the weekend, uh, on Friday particularly, um, we felt it was important to do a show uh, kind of based around what was happening with Disneyland Paris and with regards to what had happened in Paris and what kind of that means for the resort and uh, for kind of future plans, the security of the resort and kind of whether or not it's really safe to still go out there. Uh, one of the things we kind of noticed on Facebook and Twitter and all those sort of things over the past few days, particularly over the weekend, is people who have got trips booked and are now really panicking about whether or not they should actually go, whether they should cancel it, whether they just waste the money and not bother going at all, or whether or not this place actually is still safe enough for, for people to attend and to go to. And I think that's kind of what we want to focus on a little bit today. Um, obviously, the events, the tragic events that happened in Paris on Friday shocked everybody and... Um, Disneyland Paris did announce that the park would be closed on the Saturday uh, out of respect basically for what happened nearby and uh, the resort has remained closed and uh, yesterday evening early morning uh, there was another um, statement put out by Tom Wolber who is the president of the Euro Disney group and he said we mourn those lost to the horrific attacks in Paris we pray for the injured and we hold them all in our hearts as part of France's three day national mourning period Disneyland Paris will remain closed through Tuesday the 17th of November 2015 included so Wednesday the 18th of November the resort will reopen again after everything that's happened um, I'm kind of intrigued your opinion both of you is this did you expect Disneyland Paris to do this, this is something that, that kind of caught you by surprise me personally, when uh, when I heard the news broke, uh, break obviously I was I was glued to the telly like many others. Yeah. Um, as as the thing transpired and and the um, the news was coming out that that there were uh, the president was taking steps to to close the borders and and close things down, it, it became apparent then that, that Disneyland Paris would follow suit, and I absolutely agree that. Uh, that, that that was the right decision to do. However, I didn't expect them to do the the full uh, full amount of time uh, right the way through till till Wednesday. Um, but the the country is in mourning, and it's it's only right and respectful that uh, that the parks themselves remain remain closed for that time. In in my opinion, anyway, um, because there's a lot of a lot of local cast members, as as there are from all over the world there, but there's a lot of locals involved in the running of the park that have been affected from it, and and they too know people that have been uh, directly or or indirectly hmm. involved, and 
they need time to grieve themselves. So yeah. I, I, I think it's the right decision, personally. Alan? Yeah, but I totally agree with what Martin said there, because um, at the end of the day, this, the, the, the attack in Paris, I think it, it's, it's sort of struck a chord with, with not only just people that are local to, to Paris and France, but uh, if you've ever seen your, well, my Facebook um, contact list, mm. literally every single profile has got a French flag on yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think they have, yeah. Um, and it's it's sort of, well, it amazed me the amount of people that have sort of got on board with this and shown support yeah. for everything that's going on there. Um, obviously, Disneyland Paris is shut down for the three days. You know, it, there, there's two sides in it. One is this, the mark of respect, but two, Disney is also being sort of protective. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to have that many people sort of in one area where there's potentially issues potentially still in the area. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Even though, even though Disneyland Paris is quite far out of the, the city of Paris, I mean, we'll call it Paris, but it is. It is potentially a hotspot. So let's kind of. Um, I think one of the things we the, the sort of myths we have to dispel, which is some of the things I've read on Facebook, is that some people were concerned that Disneyland Paris was closed because it was basically a target as part of the attacks that happened in Paris, and people were really worried about whether or not we could go now. Is it safe to go to Disneyland Paris? Is it not? You know, are we going to? fear for our lives if we go to the resort over the next few days etc i think one of the things we have to make extremely clear is that at no point was disneyland paris mentioned as a, a, a target for the attacks that happened um it was purely down to mark of respect and i would guess also for like i know martin said obviously the cast members who might be involved things like that but also from a disneyland paris security point of view you know the security at disneyland paris is also is already extremely high and is already extremely good and i know recently yeah. they've kind of upped that and altered that and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little while but i think they you know sensibly the resort's going to relook at its security measures and just double check that those those measures are are 100 in place and they're absolutely happy with everything that's going on particularly taking into account the fact that things like the train station area just directly in front of the resort is not owned by Disneyland Paris and that's not an area that they usually have any jurisdiction over and whether or not there's some conversations that need to happen there to make sure that, that area is just as safe as everywhere else as well take into consideration obviously that the metro um, was closed uh, and, and, and has only partially reopened so that would have obviously caused issues for people travelling to and from the resort and um, I think, you know, like we say, it is the right thing to do. Now, let's talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris security. Uh, for those of you who are booked to go in the next few days or the next few weeks or the next few months, uh, Martin, you're kind of more regular to us. Their security is pretty high anyway, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's it's certainly... Um, it's, it's often compared to that of, of airport security, to be fair. They're, some of the checks that they do are done behind the scenes if you like so when you arrive at the airport you take the uh, the shuttle to your hotel and your bags arrive often your bags will get screened before they go up to your room and you don't necessarily even know about that whereas if you're arriving in the park as a guest uh, just on foot you're not perhaps you're there for the day when you come in through the train station there are um booths at the entrance to each of the park again with um security there to check your bags and they've also got x-ray machines as well there they've also updated uh, one of the machines yeah uh, to quite a, a high-tech thing 
um, and it, it looks really good and it's it's meant to save time whether it does or not I've not experienced that one yet so yeah. but it, it, it seems to be good but one, once you're in the hub as well uh, once you're actually inside the village and the, um, the that secure area there's still security that are patrolling but a lot of the time they're not easily identifiable yeah um, and and that's purely for the the, the same I mean it's for the safety of the guests but mm. the, the the fact that they're not not easily identifiable is is more so that they blend in and and guests don't get worried and it, it yeah. doesn't take them out of the uh, the magical zone yeah. it is when uh, when you're in Disney and you know you say you've got <coughs> security guards around your high use of CCTV as well one of the things I noticed in the summer trip that I made was the increased kind of ring of security around the resort you know you used to be able to walk down towards that Disney village without any worry about being checked or anything like that and you'd be able to walk all the way up pretty much to the to the resort nearly the gates of the park before you got to a security area to get through and that biggest change is now it doesn't matter where you come from whether it's the hotel side whether it's the parking lot side whether it's the metro side you kind of certainly from the metro train station bus station you know you got one security point now which you have no choice but to go through no matter whether you're visiting Disney Village or the resorts and the backside where uh, Lake Disney and that lot are there is a security point there which you must pass through in order just to get to Disney Village and then there's that kind of one way route now through to the resorts and out in and out of, of Disney Village we've got to yep. say that the security is extremely high and always has been at Disneyland Paris you know there's the fenced and gated area there's no way you're getting into that resort without going through that security no way in a million years now they used to have security for uh, used to be allowed to walk through security if you didn't have any bags or anything like that they used to allow you just to walk straight through now whether or not they'll revisit that and that will change for a little while you know we obviously don't know uh, it might do it might not but um, certainly from my point of view personally um, if someone turned around to me and said I've got tickets for Disneyland Paris for next week would you like to go I wouldn't hesitate because I, I yeah. don't have any concerns over the safety or over my safety at the resort absolutely I mean I mean, just to pick up a point there they have actually revisited the, the no bags um, right, okay. entry mm-hmm. they uh, according to uh, a few friends and, and cast members that are there they're now they're now using the ones so they can the the metal detector hand mm-hmm. metal detectors. Mm-hmm. So if even if you've not got a bag, it's just a, a quick once over to make sure that uh, that you've not got anything on you that you shouldn't, and then then they're allowing you in. So it is, it has changed the procedure already, right. uh, which I believe it, it put in place from uh, Saturday morning. Okay. Uh, and uh, currently, although all the hotels and the Disney Village are open, it's it's the two parks that are closed. Yeah. Um, the uh, only the residents of the um, Disneyland Hotel can get into that area through that uh, big green gate that, okay. that leads just before. Mm-hmm. There, uh, everybody's being checked for their easy passes and, and their hotel identification to make sure uh, that nobody that's not staying there can can go in there for uh, for the moment. Okay, so um, let's talk a, lot, a little bit about what's happening at the resort at the moment. Um, they obviously Friday. everything happened Saturday they decided to close the park and it's remained closed there were obviously a lot of people already at the resort in the hotels and uh, these people obviously can't uh, go into the resort itself can't go into Paris um, and are 
in the hotel itself. I, I got really cross there, actually. I read an article. I'm going to name them by the Chronicle <coughs> Live. They're a northern <laughs> newspaper, I think it is, who uh, whose title for the uh, article was Paris Attacks, Northeast Families Trapped in Disneyland Paris Following City Massacre. And I read it, and it talks about how they're all on lockdown and they can't go anywhere and it just made me really cross because I'm like how insensitive are you anyway it's a complete rant over um, there's obviously people in, in the resort um, they can't go into the parks so what has happened with regards to those people the um, like I say all, all the hotels are, are still open and trading yeah um, they're, they're still accepting guests yeah. for, for bookings yeah. and people are, are obviously uh, checking out mm-hmm uh, whilst obviously there's not much to do uh, in just in the hotels yeah, themselves, yeah. so the um, a lot of the characters from the parks have in instead of being in the parks where they would normally be, they are now going to the hotels and spending several hours yeah. during the day meeting guests in the hotel lobbies themselves. So all of um, the, there's been various different characters i've counted at least 20 different ones that have been in the hotels uh over the past couple of days to um to to help bring yeah. a bit of the disney magic yeah. uh to, to those that stay in there and uh they've also put on uh free buffets so this is the thing that i think is amazing the, the the fact that they put on these free buffets for all guests who are staying in those hotels yeah. so anybody who's staying in a, in a disney hotel you can eat at your hotel's um, restaurant for free in the evening, which is a really, really uh, nice touch. It's, it's something they didn't have to do at all, um, but I do think it was a, a very good, a, a very good response and a, a nice little touch by them. And I think we have to take, we have to remind people this is unprecedented. This is the first time that Disneyland Paris has ever closed since it first opened. We've obviously had this, and we'll, we'll come to Alan in a bit. Well, We've had <clears> other <throat> parks that have closed due to hurricanes and things like that, but a full-on closure. This is the first time, I believe, I'm right in saying that. The, it, it did close for one day back in December 99. Right. Um, that, that was after a hurricane that had happened. That's right. Um, like you say, and and that was purely to, um, it was to assess check, damage, wasn't for, it? check for any damage yeah. and to uh, to make sure everything was safe for the guests to uh, to come back in. Yeah. And unfortunately, that took uh, that took a full day to do. Um, but certainly, uh, nowhere in the world has as seems to have uh, had anything like like this at all. With, well, a, with a, the, a uh, multi-day the closure for a park. This is the first time, I believe, from the research I've done, this is the first time we've ever had a multi-day closure for any of the Disney-owned parks. I believe Tokyo had, I think it was a two-day closure after the earthquake. Yep. Yeah. But actually, one of the, the Disney-owned parks this is the first time we've ever had anything on this length. And to be honest, I think by the time the park opens, it would be the first time. It probably would have been the longest closure for any, any Disney park. Um, you know, that has taken place. Yes. So, Alan, do you want to? I know you've been doing some research with regards to the closures when it happened with the hurricanes over in Walt Disney World, and you want to look at a kind of a, a comparison with that. Well, well. So my my comparison wasn't really it wasn't the hurricanes, but it was it was to do with the, like the closing procedure. That um, obviously when nine eleven hit in uh, America, the, the Disney parks had to close down over in Walt Disney World in California. And it was, if if you think about sort of in terms of what the actual dis, sort 
sort of the disaster was that happened, mm. it could easily have caused widespread panic throughout the park mm. um, because there were several locations that were hit. And the policy that Disney had sort of approached was to evacuate the parks. Um, and as the parks were open, they had to disperse the guests back to the hotels or back to their residences as quick yeah. as possible. But obviously without trying to panic them. So um, I was reading an article that was, it was actually Jim Hill had wrote it for the Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do research on the 9-11 Walt Disney World, you'll, you'll find that. Um, but it's interesting the fact that, well, actually Disney's approach was they sort of contacted key cast members um, and just basically shut down all the park, all the rides, mm-hmm. shut down all the restaurants um, and basically ushered everyone into the streets. Um, without giving them too much information, because if if they start to say right, okay, there's been a terrorist attack or there's been airplanes hit the mm. twin towers, whatever it was, things wouldn't go as smoothly. No. So basically, the, the announcement was um, due to unforeseen circumstances beyond our control, the Magic Kingdom's now closed. Please follow the direction of the nearest cast member. So they they just said that was there was an issue and you had to sort of leave. Yeah, all all the all the. Rides were shut down, everything was shut down, people were pushed into the streets, and then the cast members basically just formed a human line and walked people to the exits. Yeah. And obviously that was in, in Florida is a much bigger scale than what would happen at Disneyland Paris anyway, because you've got four parks all happening at the same time. That's right, yeah. Got a lot more hotels. Um yeah. I th- I, obviously um they, they they did provide sort of um characters and stuff like that at the hotels to try and keep people entertain which is what they do when there's hurricanes as well mm. but so they, they've got a bit more experience of disasters like that now from what i understand they didn't Where, necessarily have that issue did they with this in paris I, I believe the parks were shut were they shut by this point yes yes I yeah but but by the time um everything was unfolding the the parks were closed and and um the, the village was still open but the yeah. parks the parks yeah. themselves were closed yeah um but i, th- I think in, in a way that, with the parks being shut, the village was open, mm. everyone had been sort of, that's usually hanging around that area, generally within the resort anyway, and they'll yeah. be sort of heading back to their own places. Um, and they're not necessarily going to be that aware of what is going on. No. Unless there's the news articles come out, or the news has come out. So it's, um, in, in a way, there's this there's, there's advantage of being in, in a Disney bubble where you don't know what's happening until you get back to the safety of your own room. Um, but obviously, if by the morning, you more than be aware of what is happening, and it's, it's how you sort of pick a button from that. Yeah. Um, I think if, as as we were sort of talking about guests that are going over there, I think that a lot of the airlines that are flying out from the UK have been very sort of reasonable and then approach on it. Um, I don't know if you've sort of seen this, but like Eurostar and. Um, EasyJet, British Airways, they're all sort of saying basically if you, if you don't want them to fly out. Well, it's funny you say that because I was just looking at Eurostar uh, before we started this evening and Eurostar have been tweeting to people that schedule services are still running and um, if you are looking to change your schedule service, then normal booking terms and conditions apply. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, they, they've strange. kind of taken a step back on where they were. Right. Um, and there's conflicting views. Some people have managed to rebook free of charge, yeah, and uh, only within a 30-day window, I believe. I think it was, yeah. 
and uh, others have been charged booking fees yeah. um, certainly with EasyJet and some of the low-cost carriers they've also right. been uh, charging the the fees which unless people have kicked up a stink then yeah sometimes they've uh, they've said oh we'll do it as a gesture of goodwill yeah. which isn't really uh, great PR for them is it not fantastic oh. no certainly not with everything that's been kicking off um, that they're, <laughs> they're then going to say yeah well actually we'll make a bit of money out of this yeah. especially when you look at things like Disneyland Paris who have closed the park yeah. now for four days will have lost revenue from that will have fed thousands of people uh, at no cost to those particular people um, you know there will be people who will have park tickets of which they um, may or may not be able to use you know I'm sure Disney will allow them to use those on a later date that won't be a problem but there might be some people they're going to have to reimburse um, so when you've got something like a resort like Disney who is basically trying to do what they can in order to make sure people still get some sort of break and then you've got the travel companies who are going, yep, you can change it, but it'll cost you. Um, it kind of shows you the difference a little bit, doesn't it? It's, it's amazing how like the difference like a day makes. Because say this this morning, this this is my life. I was dropping the mattress off down the tip, listening <laughs> to the radio. Oh, what could do with the mattress? Could you get that back? <laughs> I, I should have done it. Was, it was actually the divan I had to smash. Oh, should have done with that. Yeah, well. Um, but on the on the radio on the way into the tip this morning, it basically said. That easy jets and all these were offering sort of basically free sort of exchanges yeah and um, if you didn't want to fly basically giving you the option it was your choice but obviously as the day has gone on that possible stories yeah. changed the last thing i sort of want to talk about really before we kind of wrap up this evening is sort of the future impact this this might have on disneyland paris um and kind of on what kind of we expect now to see from the resort maybe in the next year year and a half you know how they might approach things slightly differently or, or whether it's going to have no impact whatsoever so i'm kind of intrigued really as to martin your opinion on, on how this might impact disneyland paris in the long run um okay well first of all looking back to january when they had the charlie hebdo yeah uh, incident back back on the i think it was the 7th of january this year I was actually there four or five days later, yeah. uh, as part of the the AGM that, um, oh, of course, for the yeah. for the recapitalisation yeah, yeah, yeah. and things. Now, it was it was a quite a surreal time to to go there because mm. a lot of people were still very shocked from what had happened, um, and but when I was in the bubble itself, yeah. when when I was within Disneyland Paris, it it was just absolutely normal as soon as you went to anywhere near the village you could see that there was a a much uh, larger presence of security both disney security and local police and their their army as well that patrol the uh, bus station and the and the train station there there was there was a, a an increased visible increase in the uh, in the security and it was very, very reassuring, to be fair. Yeah. The fact, the fact that they were probably doing nothing more than they normally do, hmm. apart from the 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 bag checks. Again, that went from uh, if if you've not got a bag, you can walk through. To if you've not got a bag, you've just got to got to be checked. Um, so, apart from that, yeah. there was there was no real visible difference. Mm -hmm. But all the extra people that were there was 
very reassuring and I, and I heard so many people say that it was it was a good thing to see and they, yeah. they were really pleased with with seeing that I would imagine that it's a very similar kind of atmosphere there now mm -hmm. uh, obviously the they're not on the same scale the uh, the attacks and things but but, but it's still going to, going to affect Disneyland Paris in in that same way yeah. I I would have thought um, as for going forward it's I don't think it's going to make too much difference it, obviously the bottom line is going to be affected because like you yeah. say the all the extra things that they've had to pay out for the the free food uh, the loss of revenue for the uh, four days, mm. and obviously they are still paying the the cast members who Here have all been asked. They've all been asked to come in if if they can, yeah. and they've they've gone in in their droves and they've worked really really hard to give all the guests there a lot of extra magic. So yeah. really big up for <laughs> for all the cast yeah, members yeah, that, have, that have done that. Um, in fact, there's actually a campaign on on the social media at the moment with the hashtag respect for DLP, yeah. where there's now thousands of photographs gone up of the good things that have, that the cast members have been doing for for the guests during the past few days and and before, uh, which, which I think is really good because they're getting the a bit of recognition for for something which they didn't really have to do. They no. they could have taken it as a, a few days off and said, look, we we're shocked. We we want to stay at home, but but they haven't. They've they've come in picked themselves in. up and, and yeah. come in and and. And that deserves a, a lot of uh, a lot of respect and Definitely. and our admiration for that. Alan, what do you agree? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm a man of uh, little words. Um, there's I, I think D Disney as a company has always gone sort of out of the way to sort of provide the the best they can do. Yeah. Um, I know Disney and Paris have always had the best. Um, I don't know the best press for um, customer services. Um, but I think that when it, when it when the times are tough, that they they do all pull together, and sort of the, the staff members are doing a fantastic job, mm. um, without doubt. Um, certainly not going to stop me going back. Um, obviously, we're going over to Disney in Paris for the opera. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, although my wife is trying to use it as an excuse for not doing the half marathon, <laughs> um, but I think that's just to stop doing the running. But that's uh, a different story. But um, I think. You know, I think it is going to it's going to be tougher. I think there's yeah. going to be sort of patent security. Yeah. And at the end of the day, as a as a guest that's going from the what I call the real world into the Disney world, the bubble. Yeah. Um, you you want to feel as safe as you can possibly be without the realistic worries that is in the mm. real world. Um, and unfortunately, one of the things you do have to pass at Disneyland is is the army that is at the sort of the train station. Um, but you know, once you're into the world, into your little little private bubble, you can sort of just relax and know that everything's looked yeah. after. Yeah. And and I think Disney are doing a fantastic job at making sure that everyone feels safe. I certainly agree with what everybody said. Um, I think long term, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. I, you can, I would say visitor numbers obviously will be down slightly for for a little while. You are obviously going to see that increased security, as Alan says. There's probably going to be army presence around the police station with their um, military gear, which actually can be quite intimidating. But I think actually, to mm -hmm. be honest, fine. You know, I can you can cope with with that. With regards to um, things like the 
the half marathon and stuff like that i would guess disney will look at the security element of that now with regards to this and whether or not that's there's anything there that they need to do uh, but like yeah. you say it, already the the resort is is safe as houses to be honest you know you think about the things that have happened and um and without wanting to tempt fate you know nobody has ever had an issue with any any of the parks around the world really having a, a being attacked in that kind of way and to be honest you know disney are so good at what they do and the security is so high that's not going to happen um yes they will um obviously struggle a little bit i think with with people certainly over the next month or or so with numbers you look at what happened at things like alton towers and obviously it's a very very different scenario completely yeah. different scenario that's yeah. to do with park safety and their numbers have, have really struggled a lot uh, and sort of the Merlin brand has been really has really suffered from that I don't anticipate that really happening with Disney because it's not a Disney related thing it's, it's obviously a, no. a resort or a sort of area <laughs> thing with, with Paris and things like that but to be honest with you um, my kind of point of view is Paris is the perfect place to go at the moment because there's genuinely nowhere else in the world that probably has higher security and has people on higher alert than Paris. You know, yeah, that, um, that's how I felt in January when I went. Yeah, it's it was very it was very reassuring to see all those extra extra people about, and um, even in the the centre where we had the the yeah. AGM itself. Yeah, uh, they had Disney security. They had yeah. the uh, the police and the army and stuff, and it it was just very. Very reassuring yeah. to to see that to see that they were taking our safety so seriously. Yeah, genuinely, you know, Disneyland Paris is is possibly the safest place in the world right now um, because of the fact that you know those attacks have happened and obviously everything where is on such high alert. But Disneyland Paris's security was already strong, and to be honest, it's going to be even stronger now. It, yes, it might be that you go to the park and you think, Do you know what, this security is excessive. It's it's silly. It might cause massive lines to get into that security. But so what? You know, if it means that you're going to get to have a fantastic day, you're going to and you're going to feel safe, then fine, do it. You know. So yeah. I would I wouldn't hesitate going if you've got a trip booked over the next week, two weeks, month, two months. You know, do not think twice about whether or not you should go because you honestly are in such safe hands, and it is genuinely the one place you can go to and know you can have a fantastic time. And be completely safe, you know. So, so please do not worry. Please do not panic. You know, do not listen to anybody who's put things on Facebook about oh they closed it because it was a threat and there it was going to be the next point of of attack and all that sort of stuff. Because that's not true. Not no. true in the slightest. And you know, no, don't, they, don't think that they closed schools, museums, in, out, all the public, yeah, um, public run things in yeah. in the country yeah. have been closed. So it, it's just seen as as an extension of that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, one one thing I was going to ask is, yeah. do you think that uh, Tom Wolber, now being at the helm, do you think him having his experience from the other parks and the the other jobs that he's had, do you think that's helped in the reaction? Oh yeah, um, I have no doubt. Things. I have no doubt that what he's done is due to his experience. And as much as it pains me to say it, I think if we'd have had Philippe Gas as president then maybe the reaction wouldn't be the same as it has been because Wald was in. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's very much that American way. It's very much, he's worked in those US parks. He understands how that works. He's been through that process. And I think, it, you know, I, I doubt he even thought twice about closing the park. 
on the Saturday and probably didn't even think twice about closing it for the following three or four either. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would say him being in charge is a massive reason why the decisions have been made as they are. And that's the reason why he's there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In fact, one, one thing that's that's not been mentioned as well, whilst all the cast members have, have gone in, yeah. uh, apparently today they've they've been busy, a lot of them, in the parks, cleaning, making sure everything is, is fit and ready yeah. for Wednesday when, when they open back up. Fantastic. So it, they're actually taking this opportunity to do uh, not necessarily the refurbs and things, but but to touch things up and yeah. to get to get everything spick and span as it as it should be. In, instead of having people sat around doing nothing or yeah. uh, wasting time, it, it's it, that was a good thing to hear as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, hopefully you uh, found it informative. Um, obviously, it's not going to be our usual lively, jolly kind of show, but we thought it was really important that uh, we talked about it and we kind of uh, aired our views about what's happened and, and give you some information with regards to the results, etc. Thank you for joining me, as always. Thank you, Alan. No problem. Anytime. And thank you, Martin. Thank you for having me on. No, no problems. Uh, of course, you can uh, follow everything uh, facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit Podcast. We are putting updates on there to do with uh, anything with Disneyland Paris. Uh, have done the past few days. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter, which is at Disney Brit as well. And uh, we have mentioned the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon. If you are interested in joining the team, then it is uh, you can go to DisneyBrit.com forward slash DBRT to sign up for the uh, newsletter. And you can join our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Disney Brit running team if you've got any questions comments suggestions anything like that if you were in Disneyland Paris while uh, the uh, the atrocities that have happened have happened you wanted to share your experience to do with any cast members or any anything that's happened that you were really amazed that Disney had done then please do email us we would love to hear any stories about amazing cast members during the time that, uh, that's happened over the past few days you can email us radio at disneybrit.com and I think Alan that's everything isn't it Yep, that sounds like it. Fabulous. Right, we will be back next week with a full Disney Brit show. Uh, But until then, keep yourself safe, enjoy Disneyland Paris, and we'll see you.